0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show we're taking a look at counterparty risk. This is a term that every investor should be familiar with. It's an issue that we investors face on a daily basis. We're waiting for another transaction to close before a loan can be paid off. That's counterparty risk. We're waiting for materials to arrive in order to complete a certificate of occupancy, so we can switch from construction financing to permanent financing. That, too, is counterparty risk. Your cousin, who you loaned $10,000 to, lost their job, and now you need the $10,000 for something else. That's counterparty risk. Virtually everyone became familiar with counterparty risk in the wake of the 2008 financial crisis, and again in the wake of the Greek sovereign debt crisis, threatened to topple banks in continental Europe. Well, here we are again. Two weeks ago, crypto lending platform Celsius froze their user accounts. The idea behind crypto is that if you hold assets in your own wallet, then nobody can take them from you. But what happens if you're holding assets in a lending platform or perhaps in an account at a crypto exchange? What happens if that crypto exchange goes bust? Well, another crypto lender named Babel also froze their user accounts. A few months ago, my friend Peter Schiff had a conversation with the founder of Celsius. And in that conversation, Peter Schiff seemed to uncover that Celsius was in fact operating in a very unstable manner. He went as far as to call it a Ponzi scheme. It seems the company doesn't have enough liquidity to cover its immediate obligations. If that happens, the company could be forced into bankruptcy. According to the terms of use, funds that are placed with the company are property of the company, and customers become essentially unsecured creditors of the company. Another major exchange, Coinbase, holds assets for its customers, and here, too, in a recent filing with the SEC, was made clear that the digital assets held by the company effectively become property. of The company and the customers are also unsecured creditors. That company has recently laid off 18% of its workforce. They're not signaling they're about to go bankrupt, but it is a risk. Another crypto hedge fund, Three Arrows Capital, has been ordered into receivership by a court in the British Virgin Islands. They've been asked to liquidate their assets. Three Arrows Capital invested in Luna, and Luna collapsed last month when a sister stablecoin currency called Terra USD failed to maintain its value against the dollar, and that sent ripples through the entire crypto universe. The two coins together lost more than $60 billion in value. The entire crypto ecosystem was valued at $3 trillion in November, and today that's fallen to $910 billion. So $2.1 trillion have been wiped off the face of the planet. That's about the equivalent of all of the assets within Wells Fargo or Citigroup. If one of those companies went to zero, it would be larger than the entire 2008 financial crisis. It would be spawning central bank interventions. And somehow, $2.1 trillion have vanished, and it's barely making second-page news. What we don't know is the knock-on impact of those $2.1 trillion disappearing from the rest of the financial system. Who is it that can't pay their bills as a result? Who's being forced to sell other assets in distress in order to meet their obligations? The first trickle of the financial crisis happened on March 16th of 2008 with the failure of Bear Stearns and it took some time before the extent of the carnage became visible. Lehman Brothers' failure happened several months later in September, followed by AIG and a string of other failures. Banks stopped trusting each other. The overnight lending market froze up and the financial system ground to a halt. It took massive intervention from the central banks, including the Federal Reserve, to inject liquidity and to become the lender of last resort to restore confidence in the system. But there's no Fed to bail out the crypto universe, I predict, We've not seen the end of the cascade effect from the drop in crypto prices. Only the very first few dominoes have fallen in a long chain of dominoes. In fact, that chain of dominoes won't be visible until the failures occur. That's the nature of counterparty risk. You can look at a company's balance sheet and see assets and liabilities, but it's difficult to determine the nature of those assets and how much risk they represent. In 2008, many of those assets had ratings from bond rating agencies, and those ratings turned out to be incorrect. There are no bond rating agencies evaluating the health of the balance sheet at Coinbase or any other crypto company. We have no idea. I'm of the same mindset as Peter Schiff and Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger and others. I'm thinking the chances of cryptocurrencies losing the vast majority of their value is a real possibility. This is not about technology. What I'm seeing is no different than tulip bulbs in the 17th century. In those times, the price of a single flower exceeded the annual income of a skilled worker. Is this starting to sound familiar? As you think about that. Pay very close attention to counterparty risk. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.